Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Comedy Central. The block is hot, third. The block is hot. Mm. Now striking 2,000 Buffalo hospital workers. 2,000 carpenters in Washington. Mm. 1,000 miners in Alabama, mm. 700 nurses in Massachusetts, mm. 450 steelworkers in West Virginia, 420 Kentucky whiskey workers. Mm. They fucking with the brown liquor. 420, though. That's like the whole, that's like, that's like everybody, brother. That's just, that's just disrespectful. On the horizon... 37,000 Kaiser healthcare workers might strike, 10,000 John Deere manufacturers, 2,000 telecom workers, and 400 hospital workers in Oregon, not to count the drama between the film and television mm. IATSE. That's about to say. Shout out that mm-hmm. IATSE. Shout out that IATSE cats. I just, the reason why I bring up all these strikes and work stoppages all across the country, let's guys both of y'all. Are we good? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> We good. Yeah, oh, yeah, nah, we good, huh? We good. We good. We good. We good. I'm not arrogant. I know I can't do this show by myself. Oh, I man. do that from the jump. I was like, I ain't gonna just be talking to myself. <laughs> We're fine. I- I'm very happy. My name is Roy. This is my job fair. Oh, we got a good one today. Top of the Wednesday and a happy pumpkin spice tober to all of you. Third, we're about halfway through this month. Um, are you a trick-or-treating household? We are actually very much a trick-or-treating household. And while you got me, a uh, quick shout-out to my wife. Happy birthday, baby. I love you very Aww. much. Oh, Right, right, right. Uh, nice but we you. are. We are very much We are very much a, a house. Uh, in fact, last time that we could all go out for uh, for Halloween, we, we, are, we are a Star Wars family, and we lean mm. very heavily to the Sith. Uh, so I dressed up as uh, Darth Vader. My wife was a Sith queen. My son, quite rightly, was Kylo Ren. Um, and my nice. daughter was the disaffected uh, Star Wars teen who just doesn't like any of that shit. But it worked out. Oh, it was good. Yeah. Nice. 
Yeah, There's yeah, always yeah. one kid that doesn't join in the family fun and just wears a hoodie and football pants. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out, though. She did go as Michael Myers. So, you know, give her her credit, oh. you know, yeah. Since my daughter's oh. a little thug. Daughter's a little okay. thug. Okay, Shout out my baby. Shout out my baby. JG, um, I think now is a fair time before we get into why I'm so excited about our guest for Worst and First. <laughs> we need a flower update. <laughs> Facts. Last week. Facts. Last week, mm-hmm. you know, you got sent nine roses, two catalilies, and, you know, a nice card. Was the card sent it? I forgot to ask you that last week. I don't think so. I mean, little the flowers s- were so fragrant. I couldn't spritz smell of the, the cool water. Oh, my God. Hit it off with a little obsession. A little, a little, little shot of obsession before he sent it to you. No, nah, 96 <laughs> would be the Jakar. He'd sit you off with the Jakar Nords. And- <laughs> <laughs> yuck, yuck. Um, has did, did did Flower Man come forward and identify himself per Rod's advice? No, no one has identified themselves. And you all know, if I took 10 minutes, I could find this out. But I'm just not that interested. How fast could you find it out? How fast should you be typing? You sure? <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard. Jacqueline just... <laughs> All right, so, so no, no update. update on the flowers. Yeah. Okay, mm. it's well, gonna break my parents' hearts because they would love for me to date, and I'm like, ah, not interested. Speaking of going back to some <laughs> old episodes, got a little feedback from uh, episode thirty, "Art of the Resignation." Now, oh. this is where we were talking about, you know, the ways we've been fired and you know, getting taken off the square, and I had a lot of, I had a lot of heat. For Protect America Home Security. Really? Oh, yeah. And, uh, that That's was the company. That Brinks, that, that Brinks bought, right? Correct. That was the okay. company that left me high and dry and um, just closed one day. Didn't tell anybody. We returned to the empty Fresh Prince living room. Mm-hmm. The homie Matthew Chambers out there in Austin, Texas. Uh-oh. Shot an email to the Royce Job Fair at gmail.com. I encourage you to do the same if you want to be a part of the show. Roy, my name is Matt. I live in Austin. Met my wife working at Protect America. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. In 2014. Mm, mm, mm. It shook me to hear. You hear that word, Jacqueline? Mm-hmm. Shook. I scared. He thought he'd forgotten about that trauma, and I brought it back. <laughs> It shook me to hear Roy randomly talking about something as obscure as Protect America, but he's dead on when he says they are the worst. Multiple times in the middle of work days, we had the electricity turned off mid-shift because they didn't pay the bill. I know this for a fact because it once happened while the owner was making an appearance in the office. Yo, that... I cannot tell you how frustrating it is to have convinced. Yes, this is where it gets good because I feel this pain. I cannot tell you how frustrating it is to have convinced a rando that you cold called to impulsively buy a security system they didn't need and then watch your commission slip away because your employer didn't pay the electric bill mm. to keep the phone on so that you could schedule the appointment. I love the podcast. How can you scam good with no power? 
I love the podcast. Mm. It makes me happy to see it in my feed every week. Also, please Aww. stop teasing JG Aww. about selling her draws. Matt in Austin. <laughs> hey, Roy, who is that segment brought to us by now? <laughs> oh, that segment is brought to you by Fuck Protect America Home Security Company. Of course it is. Of course it is. 75 if you book an appointment, 150 if the tech actually gets the installation done. Those were our commissions. Okay. Mm. So, uh, it seems like it, but you know how many calls you have to make to get one appointment? Mm. And half your appointments don't result in installations because all the techs were creepy, greasy-handed motherfuckers. I was about to say, that means you got to count on two people to get your money then, right? Because even if you sell it, then that means they still got to go and get it done. Like, yo, oh. yo, man, I really feel like the home security system business I'm starting to have a disdain for right up there with funeral homes. Mm. Um, there mm. was another email, Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. This is Alexis. I'm not sure if, if they're also in Texas. Do you know who Alexis Texas is, Jacqueline? No. <laughs> Who's Alexis Texas? Don't Why Google it on the work computer. Oh, I'm not going to ever. <laughs> I tried to get the correct spelling of the Boom Boom Room. Never will I ever, <laughs> ever again. You remember when we were telling you about Pinky and how not to Google Pinky? Because yeah, it's not the a, one I was thinking. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Well, this, is, <laughs> this email is from Alexis, who I will assume is not in Texas. Okay. Hey, fairly new listener to the show. Oh. I heard Roy's story about showing up at his home security company only to find out they had packed up and I have a very similar story with Mm. my home security company. I was working at a home security call center, had a week off of work to get married and went on the honeymoon after. I returned home from all my wedding festivities, Mm -hmm. getting all my affairs in order when I get a text from the owner of the company saying, quote, hey, we close. (laughs) Didn't want to ruin your wedding, so I waited a week to tell you. Congrats. Oh, stop. (laughs) Love the show. We've been married for five years. We have a beautiful baby girl. P.S. Fuck you, Edge Home Security. (laughs) Bruh, bruh. But it why did she it write out it? of you? Why does say why does she write it in all caps though? Like she wanted to make sure we got that point. Like <laughs> there was no way you could whisper that. It is in all caps. She's fuck you, Edge Home y'all, Security. Y'all are traumatized. All Let's the see. disdain. I love Thank it. You down South Georgia girl pulled this up. Okay, this is Alexis in Utah, not in Texas. Mm. Edge Home and Commercial Security based in Ogden, Utah. <laughs> it's time now for Cody's most outstanding employee of the week, Ralph. Have we not been calling this segment the CMO? Cody's most outstanding. That's it. That, that's just a CMO. The CMO. Yeah. I support that. Shout out, Cody. A CMO comes to us from Cleveland, where a Cle- greater Cleveland Regional Transit Authority bus driver retired after 45 years behind the wheel and finished his career 1.3 million miles on the odometer, not a single accident. Hmm. Props. Well, they say never had a preventable accident, which means he was never at fault. Somebody might have hit his bus. Got it. But Mm -hmm. he never did anything wrong 45 years on the job. I think it is extremely, extremely understated City bus drivers 
and gas station. Uh, again, bodegas in certain parts of the country, but city bus drivers and like the regular cashiers at a gas station, mm -hmm. those people hear all of our problems. And they ain't got a long time to give us advice, but it's a short, it's a quick hit. But sometimes that's enough. Mm -hmm. That's enough to get you over the hump. And you know, when you look at a lot of people that use public transportation, it's a lot of people that are juggling a lot of different plates in the air, and it can be stressful. And sometimes that conversation you have with the bus driver, it might be your only positive interaction for the day. You're saying your only positive interaction for the day. I'm saying it's the first time that some white folks has ever talked to a black person and got real-ass advice. It's from a bus driver. The last yeah. time I was on a bus was in Virginia, and I said, good morning. And the lady said, what's wrong with you? Yep. Sounds like what's home. What's wrong with me? It sounds like home. They ready for it at home. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you was in Northern Virginia and stuff, because all the all the millennials ride the bus in Northern Virginia, and then they just start talking to the black person that drive the bus like they are aunt. But they're telling everything. Like, I know I shouldn't have put my, my breasts on, on Snapchat like that, but she be pulling the thing <laughs> next stop. Like, Did you just put your, t what's your name? Like, but that, yeah, that's, yeah, like, yeah, you know, that's what they do. I, I love, for the record, I love both of your both uh, bus experiences that you had in Alabama, because if I had ridden the bus in Alabama like the both of you, I would fondly, fondly love the bus. But instead, I was on the bus in Northern Virginia and D.C., where there was routinely fights and 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 a very most of the most of the women who drove the bus were very gruff. If you wanted to tell them oh your advice, gosh. if you yo, yo, in DC, <laughs> and you can check me on this, it's the truth. In DC so traumatized. It is, man. Look, <laughs> the in DC, city bus, they were racist and treated you like yeah, shit. That's in Virginia. That was Virginia. Public, that's Virginia. Not a public transportation, baby. Oh yeah. Driven by all the angry black women in DC. But you're yeah, very good at their job. <laughs> And um, I remember I was teaching at, uh, at a, in D.C. at a high school, and we had a career day where a brother who worked for Metro came in, and one of the kids, Fort Wright, asked him, said, sir, I want to know how come there's so many mean women that drive the buses in D.C.? And the guy looked at me and said, he said, that's because the women passed the drug test, sir. And I was like, oh, shit. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh -uh. For 45 years of serving the community and giving short-term therapy sessions to the people of Cuyahoga County, mm. The great Godwin McNeil, you are Cody's most outstanding employee of the week. Nice. That's good stuff. Worse than first time, this is where we invite you, the job fair listener, to come on the show and tell us about, you know, your worst job or your first job, something that you remember wistfully. That's a new word I've been working on, JG. Oh. Wistfully. <laughs> nice. Okay. RoyceJobFair at gmail.com if you want to be a part of the program. Now, we are the People's Podcast, and we like to have regular, everyday people on, but sometimes they're extraordinary people who mm. we think we need to make a little bit of space for to make sure that you all can get a little education on money. and Because, you know, the difficult thing about this podcast, third, when we were originally, like, conjuring this up, we were like, Oh, it's employment. It's the highs and lows. It's job leads that are out there. Crazy stuff you've seen on the job. Mm. But we don't really have a lot of time to talk about retirement and investing. So I always appreciate when you have someone on that is educated in that world because you were talking to a man who has nothing but baseball cards from the 90s of people who took steroids. That is my retirement plan. I hear you on that. What? 
Should have bet on comic books, but I didn't do that. JG, who do we have on the line? And now that we know your plan, thank goodness Jill is here. She has two podcasts, Eye on Money from CBS News and Jill on Money. Both offer clear and concise advice, which we all need, especially you, Roy, on everything from mortgages to life insurance and investing. Welcome, Jill. JG, I know you didn't attempt my last name. I, didn't even I mean, I wouldn't if I were you. Schlesinger. Schlesinger. So um, an anchor a million years ago, when I first yes. came on the air, she could, I mean, this is probably going back 12, 13, 14 years. She couldn't pronounce my name. She goes, hmm. I, I don't know. It's like freaks me out. I see it in the prompter and I can't get it. I said, here's mm. what I want to give you a little hint. Go for and it. I said, well, there's a CH in there. And if you're German, you want to say shh, and we would all want to say shh, right? But I am like a Mayflower Jew. We've been in this country a long, long, long time. Mm -hmm. So we don't pronounce it like it's German. We want it to blend. So we just say instead of Schlesinger, we say Schlesinger. I said one way to remember it is like SL, like, like SL, pretend there's no CH there. And it's a soft G, like a J, not a GER. She goes, oh, my God, I get it. I'll just remember. I remember the, the German slut. That's what I'll remember. <laughs> German and SL oh, go together. And no. I said, if that helps you pronounce my name, oh. anchor not to be named unless you guys pour a lot of drinks and make me do it. We have you, money. Yeah, we, we have, have money. Drinks. Exactly. We have that. For, so that's what I, so Schlesinger. It's a tough Schlesinger. one. Schlesinger. German slut. Now you won't remember I anything but that. <laughs> I you will can, not say that. You Jill. can say the name. We're just going to beep it. Ralph took a shit in his personal toilet before he got fired over it. <laughs> Either way, bleep them both. You're right. So I want to talk first, before we get into just your worst job or your you know, first job and all of that stuff, you, you also authored a book that I thought would be essential for our listeners, The Dumb Things Smart People Do With Their Money. You know, my background, I'm like a math head. So my background is a real statistical modeling kind of background. Like I'm a math head and I went to a trading floor and... My dad worked at the American Stock Exchange. My uncle worked at the New York Stock Exchange. Mm -hmm. I worked on the Commodities Exchange. And I realized that just it's not, it's not that we don't have the information. It's just that our emotions take over. But you've been around people and it's entertainers or athletes or anybody who just they get into their own heads and they're not at their best. And neither are we as human beings. So I just wanted to kind of like say to people, like, I get it. I get that you're going to make a dumb mistake, but you're a smart person. And we can correct this. And so let's kind of catch you before you make that mistake. Without getting into, you know, all of the dumb things that smart people do, because we want people to buy the book and continue to support everything else that you do. What are the most tactful ways? And I'm not, I cannot remember the specific details of this. What I thought, now I'm going to call it a scam. It was a scam third. There's a comedian who I won't name. Mm-hmm. Name. Who was trying to get I other know, right? comedians? I'm not going to name. <laughs> he basically there was some sort of land deal uh -huh. down in Panama, and I'm not making this up. But I'm sure I wonder if you've heard of these types of investment, these foreign investments that are like uncertified or whatever. Basically, yeah. 
hey man, send 10,000 down to Panama and then that be your little patch of land. And then anything they they dig up and find, you're nodding your head. Yes, yeah, so you know I'm not crazy. If they find gold or diamonds in that little piece of land you bought, then that's yours and you share it with the people who dug it up. Mm. And no comedian in our comedy community will pull to shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he's not no. a shrink. We would have found out who was shit. cheating on who right there. <laughs> Nobody will pull this unnamed comedian to the side and go, hey, man, mm. I think that is a bad idea. Mm. What is the most tactful way when you feel like a colleague to just steer them off of that? Even if you don't have all the solutions, what's the most tactful way? Because you don't want to burn the friendship. No, I mean, I think. First of all, we all have great BS meters. We need to trust that a lot more. Um, so in some respects, even if you're someone who could fall prey to the get rich quick scheme, which we can, obviously, um, if you sort of also down deep feel that little flutter in your belly, like something doesn't sound right about that. Like, I don't know, that's not too good. You know, so some of the ways that I always think about it is if it's um, advertised on late night TV, if it's a banner ad anywhere on the internet, <laughs> if while you're surfing, something weird shows up like crypto millionaire comes to tell you on TikTok how to be a millionaire. Generally speaking, anyone who has the key to making a ton of money is keeping it to him or her or themselves, right? They're not sharing it with the idiots like us out there. They're not like, I have the secret. What they're really doing is either selling books or selling some dream. And this is an old scam. You know, frankly, Roy, it's so funny because you, you can call the scam anything. You can say it's a gold scam. It's a this scam. It's a, that, it's, a, it's a modern day scam. It's a meme stock. It's this. Yeah. But really, there's no really, there's not an easy way to like score. Most people who buy accident are in the right place at the right time. Know that it happened by accident. There's, I, I promise you that it's not like everyone who got like the first hundred employees at Microsoft. They didn't think I'm so smart that I worked at this company. They're like, thank God I like took that job because I could have been at like, what's the matter you corporation and got nothing. <laughs> so that's, that's what I think. So if it's too good to be traded and if someone else is talking about other stuff, I think it is fair to say like, you know what, these guys, these gals, they're scrounging around a living. They need to like pay off their student loans and their credit card debt and like contribute to an IRA before they start messing around with this bullshit that you're selling. Tell them the benefits of a Roth IRA, please. Oh God, I love you talking the talk fund, a retirement account, a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k if you have one at work or a Roth 403b. The big difference is that a Roth structure allows you to put a dollar that's already been taxed into an account for retirement. And it grows until you're age 59 and a half or later. And then when you take it out later and you've made so much money because you're such a smart and wise investor and you bought index funds and kept out of trouble and you didn't buy land in Panama, the <laughs> money that you pull out will not be taxable to you. So you could literally put in like over the course of your life, you could put in, let's say, 100 grand. It grows to a million bucks. You take it out. There's no tax on the difference between the hundred and the million, which is huge like don't buy complicated products don't mm -hmm. buy complicated mm -hmm. ideas the simpler the better jill schlesinger before yes. you became this emmy award-winning mm. journalist and analyst for oh, cbs sunday morning glistening 
glistening. <laughs> Take us back to a time before the glitz and glamour. Take us back to a time mm. where you weren't sure of your path and give us either your worst job or a job that gave you that little bit of keep going, you could do it. Mm. So I was one of those people who was sort of um, thought to be the person who would go into a family business. You know, so mm. my dad was over on the American Stock Exchange and his partners were all kind of like, this would be so cool. Jill will learn how to do some stuff over there on the commodities exchange. She'll come and like, we'll have a next gen of like another, you know, another person, younger. And they liked the fact that I was a woman because there were no women, really. There weren't a ton. And um, on the commodities exchange, there were 800 male members and eight female members. That was kind of fun. And I would say that the most significant thing that happened to me was, um, you know, a few years into my, my trading career, my dad um, came over to my apartment and we was like looking at my profit and loss statement. And I had a great one great month. And he was like, Oh my God, this is such a great month. And I was like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. And he said, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? And I said, well, I mean, like, yeah, it's one month. And he looked at me in the eye and he says, baby, I want to tell you something. This is not a job where you are going to find the cure for cancer. This is not a job that is going to like lift mankind into a better place. This is a job where you can make some good money. And I get home and could see every single one of your soccer and basketball games in high school. And I could bail out early and I don't work on weekends like these other idiots who are in our town. So it gave me and has given this family a great life. And I didn't have to sacrifice like being on the road or doing any of that crap. Mm -hmm. But if you don't like the good months, you are not made for this business because there are going to be some really bad months. And it breaks my heart to say this, but maybe you ought to rethink this. And I thought that must have been a tough thing for him to say. You know, Mm -hmm. it was like he was he really wanted me to come. We were very close. And I think that was a moment that was like a real moment where he put aside what he wanted for me. He recognized that trading wasn't what what I thought it would be, which is basically like a sport every day. It's like playing a game every single day mm-hmm. and that I wanted something else. And he gave me permission. I didn't do it immediately, but it took me like another year before I said, okay, he's right. This isn't the right thing for me. And I think that without having that permission from him or him opening the door to that conversation. I don't think, I think it would have been like, of course I'm a trader. That's what I've been. I'm destined to do. You know, I'm a ball player. I'm a trader. I'm a tough ass. And actually it didn't, um, it wasn't really satisfying to me. So, Mm. um, so that was a real, that was a moment and that was a real moment. And, you know, I'm not one of these daddy complected girls because I've had a lot of therapy now, but, um, (laughs) but, you know, in, I will, Hey, listen, a New York Jew. Come on now. That's oh. what it's like my side hustle is going to therapy. Um, JillOnMoney.com is the website. This was an absolute delight. For the first time, I would like to go on the record and saying that someone at Viacom CBS had a very good idea in putting us together. <laughs> the podcast is Iron Money from CBS News. The other one is Jill on Money. And they're quick. They're like, you know, yeah. 15, 20 minute episodes. Yep. Just a quick little, here's a little yep. dap dap. Yep. And get on back to your day. Right so on. 
Thank you so much, Joe Schlesinger. Thank you, Jim. You forgot uh, already the German slut. Schlesinger. Schlesinger. <laughs> yeah, Dick Spreckensee Deutsch. You got to oh. pronounce that correctly, bro. Yeah. She, she was on that. She was on that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much so for much. coming on the job. Thank you. Appreciate, you. appreciate you. Bye-bye. This was lovely. Word. Third, if you'll send me $5,000 right now, <laughs> there's a dude in Panama, and he's going to take that money and buy some land, and then they grow mm-hmm. stuff on that land. And you get a piece of the profit of whatever crop they grow on that land. As long as I'm getting that profit in Bitcoin, I'm down, bro. That, that's what I'm looking at. Let's, let's, just, let's try and get this, keep this money spinning. I'll take some of that Bitcoin and put it in some Dogecoin for you, and then I'm going to buy some land in Croatia from a dude I know because I got some connects. You know what I'm saying? That we could sell the Croatia and the Panama land to Jacqueline to keep this money going. This sounds as bad as my cousin, whose name I will not mention, who had a wad of cash, but in the middle, it was nothing but one. He kept the big bills. (laughs) Ooh, that's that strip club role. Okay. Job fair. We'll be right back. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Job fair, we back in it. Is this our first first responder? Yeah. JG? I don't think Whatsoever. So. We talked about you wanting to be a firefighter. But yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah my mom ruined that dream, but <laughs> that's a separate conversation. She wanted me to be a fire inspector. Don't just be a firefighter. You can be a fire inspector too and graduate to pyrotechnic research. And I hated chemistry and I was like, ooh, fuck that. I just wanted to point water at shit. I didn't want to <laughs> learn the chemical composition of oil-based fire versus fuels and which way fire moves in the way. I don't have time for these calculations. That's important. You <laughs> can't put water on every fire. Right. But go ahead. A jet fuel fire can't take water? Fuck, mm, this. fuck this. I quit. Nah. I'm with Roy. I like lighting shit up. I love lighting shit up. But then my mom's like, you know you gotta learn to put it out. And I was like, ah, not so much. Let this shit burn. This is what I do know about firefighting. Before we bring on this esteemed guest to talk about careers in this field, that is actually, if you want to talk about some people that are shorthanded and definitely need some assistance, um, there was a firefighter in Birmingham. <laughs> it's a lot of ways to get fired from your job, right? There's a firefighter in Birmingham. I'm going to just say this shit. There's a firefighter in Birmingham who got fired because he was stealing DVDs from people's houses on calls. What? So, you know how you go in the house to fight the fire, uh-huh. and like the fire be in the back, and this motherfucker be up in the living room, <laughs> doing mm. through your DVD rack. This is back when DVDs were still the shit, and it was worthwhile. Because you know them firefighter pants, they got them big pockets. They got them pockets, <laughs> you can hold a lot of shit. That's so, oh man, stop playing. This motherfucker was doing <laughs> So fucking hilarious. Batman box sets, fucking Die Hard trilogies. <laughs> yeah, you telling me my man's is like going to steal the joint out the fire and then showing up at the barber shop like, yo, I got hey, yo, who looking for them box sets? It's who still a little smoky, sets? but I got you. I yeah, got just you. wipe it off. Wipe I got it, it off. Young good. But how did he get it, caught? It, because somebody fucking snitched. When somebody was like, hey, thank you for saving my house, but where's my shit? Somebody stole my shit. Mm. Okay. Mm. I don't know how you got two to two to get four. It's so stupid, though. It's so stupid, though, because I'm here to save you. Yes. Mm. I should be able to negotiate your DVDs in exchange for your well being. (laughs) This is the perfect time to have this conversation. You're sitting back here, you're wheezing and shit. You need oxygen. I got a whole tank of it on my back, dog. Facts. No. So listen, before I give you a sip of this oxygen, I couldn't help but notice up front that you had the training day director's cut <laughs> with the extended King Kong speech. Not the extended speech. Would you mind if I took that training day and that motherfucker be on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> like, is that a yes or a no? I'm just hearing wheezing. <laughs> 
My mama gave me that. <laughs> you something wrong for that. Oh, man. Let's bring him on, JG. Let's bring him on. Who do we have on the line? We have Carl, and he is a loyal job fair listener. Oh, As, yes. Mm-hmm. He's loyal. And yes, he is a firefighter paramedic out of Savannah. Canopy Tree City. Mm-hmm. Carl, welcome aboard the job fair. First and foremost, thank you for everything that you all do. Yes. I know that the COVID times have been very tough on the department and y'all riding trucks shorthanded when you have positive cases. Very much. It's been uh, pretty much insane. And then you can't like quarantine the rest of the house because who going to work the shift? True. You got a truck with three firefighters going out where it's basically either we fight it mm. or we go in and save. But we cannot do both. Mm. Is this manpower shortage an issue nationwide or is this just something unique to specific municipalities, Carl? Well, I can tell you, I work um, in the Savannah area. Um, I actually just uh, separated from a job with Garden City Fire here locally. And um, I've been fighting fire for 17 years um, and uh, got injured um, uh, back in June. And so I just kind of thought it was time to, you know, step away from it and transition into something different. But I can tell you in my 17 years, that has always been a problem. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very difficult to one, most people uh, on average, like you say, as JG said, I am a firefighter and paramedic, and I spent my first probably 12 years uh, back and forth between the fire truck and the uh, ambulance. And so my last five years, I've been solely on the fire truck. And um, it's pretty taxing on the body. It's taxing on your mental, the whole nine. And so because of that, the average lifespan of somebody in this career is about five to six years. Mm-hmm. And so wow. that's why we try to get folks younger um, and that's one of our initiatives, my company's initiatives, is trying to get people fresh out of school um, to, you know, go ahead and get into this field because that way you may have a lifer. You may have somebody who hits the 20-year, 25-year mark, what have mm-hmm. you, or you may have somebody who comes in for a few years, gets some experience, goes off to nursing school. That's what we see a lot of. Um, or they'll start with us and then end up on a helicopter or something, you know, uh, as a flight medic or a flight nurse, things of that nature. So that's, that's a lot of what we see in our field. With your company, talk to us a little bit about your company and what you all are hiring for exactly right now. Yes, sir. Well, uh, my company is For Life Medical. Um, we're actually hiring and we're doing a training blitz. So it's kind of a twofold thing here. We are hiring for American Heart Association or American Red Cross CPR instructors. Mm. Um, and so what we're trying to do, and this is something that you don't have to have any experience. That's the biggest thing. Um, we will train you from, from bottom up. Um, I myself, and I, and I can tell you, that's one of the beautiful things about it is uh, not just our company, but I was given that same opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, I started out as a volunteer fireman um, back in 2004. Um, I started from volunteer. I went to EMT school at a technical college. Bookmark volunteer firefighter. Continue. Okay. Um, 2004, 2005, I went to EMT school. Um, my job paid for that. 2007, I went to uh, paramedic school. Uh, fire academy back in 2004 um and then my jobs paid for all my instructorships and everything mm-hmm. from there on and so oh, everything that i have right now including degrees and everything else was paid for by somebody else why is there why is well here's a, here's a better question so if we're hiring for cpr instructors number one is that physically there in georgia or is this wherever i live i can be the local 
CPR motherfucker. I'm, I'm in my region. I'm looking for people here in Georgia, but also I have people that work in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, I have people that work for our company. Um, I have one that works in North Carolina, um, two that work in Louisiana. I mean, they start, some of them start here and branch out, or I have people who are, you know, affiliated with us and work for us off site. So um, we're willing to help foster that in any way, shape or form we can. Um, Cause like I said, the, the biggest thing for me is um, we're getting the message out. Like I said, my mom um, back in 2015 saved my dad during a cardiac event. Mm. My mom's a CPA, doesn't know nothing about nothing, but um, she saved my, my dad's life when he uh, went to cardiac arrest in the gym. And, um, you know, just doing a little bit, of, a little bit of training with her, a couple minutes, and she was able to positively impact him. So um, that's kind of been my life's work ever since. Don't you leave me with these kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> respectfully exactly respectfully, respectfully. Yes. he lived so we can make we can laugh he yeah. lived respectfully yeah. what could be done to mm. make the job better is it strictly money or is it just the grueling wear and tear of the occupation it is it's the wear and tear of the occupation is the biggest thing. Um, mm. And then the, the mentally taxing part of it, mm. the things that you see, um, you know, that we literally mm. carry around our own ghosts with us from, you know, everything that we've seen for all the years. Many of us have, and I hate to use the term PTSD, but mm. a lot of us do. No, it's um, true. I'm about to say, it can't be anything else. That yeah, I, I, I watch the shows, no. man. And, and, and even on the television shows, when these guys go into a fire and they start yeah. flashing back, like, you know, instantly they start, you know, I mean, it's a theme of the show and all, but like these cats be in the throw of, of a horrible mm-hmm. raging form. And their first thought of the flashback is like the worst job they had before they started fighting the fire. And they're like, yeah, I'm better exactly. off doing this than I, than I was, you know, changing septic tape drawers. I don't know, whatever it is, but they always had a wild dream. Like, Absolutely. does that, and, and does you, that and kind of right. stuff? It does. It does. Mm. Well, first, let's find out where can people contact you, and then I'm gonna tell this ignorant ass story, and we we'll get you out of here. Where, where can people contact uh, you? Carl? You can contact us. You can contact us at www.savannacpr.us. Um, that is our website to both sign up for training as well as to sign up for um, some of our uh, letter of interest for our CPR uh, instructor courses. Um, and if you come on with our company as an instructor, like I said, all of your training is paid for. Um, we pay for it. We send you through the training. We just ask for a one-year commitment. Hmm. And then literally... Um, our instructors, I have 17 that work with us currently, um, all of them are part-time firefighters. That's one of the things is like, um, for us, we want to branch out and do something other than what we normally do uh, for a part-time job or something because of that 24-hour on, 48-hour off schedule. Um, so it gives us something to do. You know, I don't, uh, I don't mind it's the devil's playground. So um, having that time off uh, really does, you know, let us decompress and then go make a little more money. For anybody looking to get into this field, Mm -hmm. firefighting, EMS, what have you, specifically firefighting, find a department that is union. Mm. I know I may ruffle some Mm. feathers with that, what have Mm. you. Um, But I can tell you as somebody who has worked for both union and non-union departments, my last department was a non-union department. um, I can tell you union is the way to go. The protection there is invaluable. Thank you so much for what you do. We appreciate you. you and we love thank you. you. Thank, thank you. y'all. Jacqueline will be sending your firehouse a box of her used drawers. <laughs> this portion of the podcast is brought to you by Jacqueline's used drawers. The preferred used draw of the Savannah City Fire Department. Awful. Tell 
Tell your story, Thank you Roy. For your service. Tell your story. Thank you for your service. No, it's a, it was a random story, but I had a homeboy that was a volunteer firefighter. He overslept for the fire and got fired. Oh. He, by the time he showed up, the fire that was happens out. happens more than you know. Carl, thank yes. you so much, man. Yep. And when I it get happens. down there to Savannah, we'll run down to thank the you. cookout, man, get a fruit punch and a cheeseburger. Ooh. Have a good one, brother. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank y'all. I was talking with the firefighter in Birmingham, man, and she was just telling me, like, over in Pratt City, like, they straight up send three people on a truck. One person parks the truck and sets the water. Mm -hmm. Another person has the hose. And another person just walks around the house and decides whether or not a motherfucker's inside. Shit. If a motherfucker's inside, (laughs) then we got to go in and get him. If it's not, no, you can sit fight the fire. Wow. But you're also going inside to rescue someone in a house that's not ventilated. So the house is only getting hotter and hotter Mm -hmm. because you don't have a team on the roof fucking cutting it. After the break, the homie Narado, a.k.a. Rob for sure to be on to help you break the ice with coworkers at your job. It's a job fair. We'll be right back. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. John Fair, we back in this thing. We taught you how to get your money together with Jill Schlesinger. 
slut, German slut. How did she say it? I will not be Slu- calling her German that. slut is what she Schlut. said. Schlesinger. Schlesinger. She did. That's what right. she said. Schlesinger. Right. And, and, and just, just so you feel safe, Jacqueline, all you have to tell people, you say, Sprechen Sie Deutsch. German slut. That's, and then that way you get past it. That way you told people and let them know that you speak a little German. And when you're saying it, you're not saying it to be slut shaming. You just, that's a pronunciation thing. It'll work out. It Ralph. will be my luck to run into this woman. So now I'm not doing that. Ralph, as a person who's multilingual, not mm. bi, multilingual mm-hmm. black person, do you think it's racist that none of these voice foreign language apps have black voices to teach you the languages? It's Why ab- is every it's voice absolutely racist? Hello, and you're going to learn Deutsch tonight. Like I would rather have Ralph. I'd rather have I a Deutsch Deutsch slut. You know what the music means. It's time for us to give you some stuff to break the ice with coworkers of the opposite race helping us do that. As always, comes to us from parts unknown. But if you Settle down there in central Tennessee, set your tender settings to 100 miles, and put a pair of panties out there on the flagpole. What? He will appear. <laughs> Look at him! <laughs> His mama named him Narado. We call him Rod for short. Rod, good Wednesday to you, bro. What's going down, man? How, how's everybody feeling? Hi. Oh, I'm good, brethren. I'm good. Quick update off the rip, Rod, from last week. Flower Man has not resurfaced. He has not followed up at all with JG. Apparently, he did not take your advice to apologize and confess his identity. Well, that's good. That's that's the best outcome. Is I was hoping he would just stay away, but if he had to say something, he should have apologized. But that's good. Congratulations, Jacqueline. Why is that congratulations, huh? That you don't have to deal with that creep-ass nigga. He just disappeared. <laughs> I wasn't going to deal with that anyway. Anyone needs to know that all my five love languages, I need all five. I'm a handful. Ain't That's nobody, why I'm not dating. Ain't nobody speaking no five fucking love languages. You got to pick two. <laughs> I want all five. So that's fucking why I'm not dating. You on, and then you want it. Third, we just going to have to do a separate dating podcast for JG. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. You gotta Y'all got to remember, Jacqueline has zero interest in dating, man. True. All the more reason to do a dating show. What are you talking He's about? He's grown completely asexual on us. <laughs> she does not, she has no interest in men mm. like that. I she have doesn't no want, interest in dating right She doesn't now. want to date. Yo, you know what, Brad? Okay. And by right now, she means like the last 19 years. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's settle in with you, Rod. We just <laughs> get these people some shit to bring up at their job. Co-workers of the opposite race, Rod. Uh, black people. Mm-hmm. Something that would be really cool for you to talk about with your white co-workers right now is John West Townley. He's an ex-NASCAR driver and son of the founder of Zagspies. He was recently in a situation where his divorce was finalized. So he went and attacked his ex-wife and her new man with the hatchet and the new boyfriend shot him dead. No. Damn. Run up if you want. I'm talking about run up, get done up. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) 
attack. No warning shot. Because no, he's got his new girl. That's <laughs> It don't matter. You're still mine. You know how crazy men think. I was about to say, you know that. There's a whole bunch of dudes out there that if I can't have you, can't nobody have Exactly. And you got to be mad than a motherfucker to bring an ex in this mother. That's some fucking 1920s. Goddamn St. Valentine's Day Massacre mob it's, shit. It's an intimate. It's an intimate tool yeah. for violence. That's right. up close. You don't kill a nigga fast with a hatchet. That mm. nigga wanted to hack at them motherfuckers for a while. <laughs> but the new man was packing more than a bigger dick. He also had a stronger weapon. And he put my man down. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Mm. So where did he shoot him? What part oh, of the here body? We go. Here come the gun on it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What, what does that have round? to do with anything? What, what <laughs> kind of load of gun He power? shot that nigga in a place that'll kill him. That's what he <laughs> shot. Oh, no, so he's like really dead? Nah, yes. I was, oh, nah, I was stunned. Nah, he was fake dead. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> right. Ew, is, he, so... is, he, is he dead? Is he, is he, is he dead? That's, that's, that's a straight Wu-Tang reference for you, JG. That's, that's all it was. Is he dead? Is he, is he dead? No, I mean, killed like it was cool. It was great. He did a great job. No, he killed that nigga dead. He shot that. He shot that. If anytime somebody says somebody shot somebody and killed them, they don't mean anything other than they're dead. dead. No, you don't have to kill them when you shoot them. That's why I You do what I say he shot and killed kill them. them. <laughs> Here, here's why you can't cap him in the kneecaps because my initial thought Rod was this man is dealing with loss mm-hmm. and love makes you do crazy things there's, like there's literally laws on the books you crime mm-hmm. of passion which is basically mm-hmm. I'm sorry judge that coochie made me crazy mm-hmm. right like, that's basically or what the law is yeah 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 you mm-hmm. dick whipped or pussy whipped mm-hmm. and I'm sorry I tried to murder but when you come <laughs> with a hatchet you're gonna come back with something bigger next time. Mm-hmm. So I gotta fucking. I'm sorry, sir. I have to kill you. Oh no. I apologize. Yeah. Like it, it's it's unfortunate, mm-hmm. but this is a motherfucking hilarious story to bring up at your job, Rod. I approve. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, especially, especially if you catch your coworker, you know, enjoying mm. a salad. You know what I mean? That Asian salad, very good. <laughs> enjoying a salad. You'd be like, oh, speaking of speaking of Zaxby's. Asian salad. Have have oh any of gosh. you have you any of you ever wanted to fight? I guess I'm right now. I'm only talking to Rod and Third. Have you ever wanted to fight the new boyfriend of someone oh. you dated? No, 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 nah, absolutely not. Hell I don't nah. even, I literally nah. do not talk to my exes. So yeah. I don't give a fuck if she got something yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Generally speaking, with most of my exes, I'm like, um, you can't do better. So good luck. Um, yeah, I, I carry oh, that. See, I, okay. I carry that all day. I, I mean, I'm kind of with Rod. I don't care what happens to you afterwards. The like only time, the only time I wanted to fight, and it wasn't on some "fuck you for leaving me." I'm a like it was the exact opposite. We broke up. We we essentially, I, I can speak freely on this now because she's fucking married, so it doesn't matter. We essentially broke up because I moved to Los Angeles and I was uh-huh. too broke to do long. Di- it just wasn't. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't yeah, long distance. Yeah. Long distance expensive. I ain't gonna lie about that. that and when you're making. At the time, as a comedian, I lived in L.A. 
I was making $900 a week on the road. You my plane ticket, my plane ticket was five. They weren't covering my plane ticket yet. Mm-hmm. So I ain't sneaking back to Birmingham right quick. Uh-huh. It's just the shit's dead. While I was gone, I found out the dude she dated after me was on some dirty dick shit and was like uh-huh. treating her real bad. It was nothing criminal, nothing abusive, but it was just uh-huh. some, just some straight up, just being a fuck boy. Just for a second, I was like, yeah. <laughs> when I get back to Birmingham in eight months. I'm going to This nigga going to pull a heist on mm. that nigga. Got, hey, you man. pull on somebody in November. Eight months Remember what you together. did to her in March? I'm here to fight now because I just <laughs> now was able to afford the flight. That's wild, man. Roy, you gotta you gotta step your pimping game up, man. Why why would should you have to buy your own plane ticket to go see her or any woman out of town? Mm. That's a seven. Save that. Save that for the. That's for the dating podcast too. (laughs) That's for the dating podcast. We got Bun B on. Like I'm just saying. (laughs) She should have been flying you out to Birmingham because she wanted to see you so much, or vice versa. She should have been flying herself out to LA to see you. Bun B or Colin Kaepernick. You gotta start eating asses. You gotta start eating ass and sucking toes. Man. Oh Lord, have mercy, though. No. You won't have to pay for nothing. You have to pay for shit. I ain't never bought a plane ticket in my life. I get on a plane multiple times a year. And to see women, I've never purchased my own plane ticket. You are also dating You're a, lying. You're a lying. rock star. No, and... I swear to God, I would not lie. I've never, I've never, every time I've ever been on a plane, I've never purchased a plane ticket. That's crazy, B. That's wild. Wow. He's dating a country music rock star. That's totally different. Well, I'm 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 talking about regular women, too. I'm not talking about just to see her. I've never bought a plane ticket. I don't even know what the process is. You are an enigma. You are... (laughs) I give people my name and information, and then they say, go, you check in on this date at this time. I've never bought a plane ticket. You You are Big Mike's little shadow. Do you hear me? Like, that is constitutional pimping. On a high I'm level, not, I'm not play pimping out here, man. Nah, I ain't man. play pimping out here. That's, right. kind of, that's constitutional pimping right there, bro. I'd right. dap you if I could. Good lord. Woo. He said, I ain't never paid, bro. I ain't never paid for a plane ticket. So then I know he ain't never mm. about to grab a hatchet over some coochie that ain't his no more. <laughs> nah, you never that. Goddamn <laughs> never that. Look, that's, you got a better chance of catching a ride paying for somebody on OnlyFans. Mm. Hey, man, to that, brother. Mm. <laughs> Okay, mm. so I like that one. You just bring that one up with the coworkers. What's the wildest thing you've ever done for love? And that's it. Yeah, relationships are a good connector. Relationships, food, sports. Yeah, that, that works. Let's flip it up, Rod. What the white folks talking to black people about? White people, we got a topic right now that's near and dear to a lot of black people's heart. It involves people everybody knows and loves across cultures. Uh, my man, Charlie Sheen, just Uh-oh. scored a win for men everywhere as he no longer has to pay child support to his ex-wife, Denise Richards, because their daughter has moved in with him. Shout out to Chuck. Oh. Nice. Wait a minute. So you telling white people to approach their black co-workers and go, hey, my man, have you heard the new child support loophole? <laughs> yeah, I mean, who's who gonna be more interested in child support loopholes than the brothers you work with? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can scheme on that. You can get full custody of the kid, stop the child support, and then let the kid live with your parents or some shit. You know what I'm saying? There's ways around this. 
How old is she? She was a teenager. I think she's 16. Oof, I would sent her on. Go ahead. I mean, Charlie, you know, Chuck Chuck is, uh, I got to send a shout out to him, man. Charlie, that tiger blood is still popping, baby. Mm. Got off that child support. I ain't mad at it. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, real quick from down south Georgia, girl. Thank you here. 25K a month is what he was paying. Hmm. That's not. You know how much more hookers and blow he can do now? What is it? You like 10, 15% of what your monthly income? I don't know. I always thought it was uh, whatever the percentage a very good lawyer could take out of somebody's check. I mean, not to change sucks. I, I know there ain't kids involved, but like Dr. Dre's wife is getting a stupid amount monthly. Um, but she can't remarry. She right. can't remarry. Yeah, she's getting three million a month, Dr. Dre's ex-wife. Right, and I don't think uh, that had nothing alimony. to do with ten to fifteen percent of his, his I thing. She's so just I don't... getting she's getting like alimony and shit, right? So and she's like, trying to keep that lifestyle payment and whatnot. But yeah. I don't believe she can remarry either. No, not that she, she wants she, she, she wants to she... keep getting that money. Correct. She That's also so just high. accused Dre of having a baby outside the marriage too, on some old Dwayne Wade. <laughs> Facts. That, okay. that, that's a that's an ugly uh, battle uh, Dre got going on with his oh, wife. I hope no. that Super Bowl check clears. Uh, <laughs> right, but uh, uh, to our listeners, white people don't bring this shit up. That's a bad idea. That's a, a conversation you don't want to go into. Not that one. I Not mean, it, one. depending on how long you want to talk to them, but if, mm. it does, like, don't bring it up to black women, but bring no. it up to black dudes. Yeah, black, black dudes, dudes to will love this story. That's facts. That's facts. Yeah, I mean, because they always count it as a victory for men. Okay, here we go. So Charlie Sheen was originally paying 110k a month, then mm. it was cut to 55k, and then it was cut to 25k, and now the 25 is off the table. Thank you, Rhonda, for that. So apparently, when he went all Tiger Blood, blood crazy, Hollywood was like, "We ain't fucking with you no more." And so he started. <laughs> <laughs> he the, the money wasn't coming in, so he was able to go back to court. Every year ago, <laughs> bitch, I'm broke. <laughs> bitch, I'm broke. Bitch, I'm broke. 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 I'm down to one hooker a month, man. You're more starving out here. Okay, I have a sidebar. I'm broke. So, when the two of you get married, are you going to get prenups? Hmm? Um, You're married, yeah. Ralph. I don't. Mm. Um, I married broke too, so we didn't have to worry about a prenup. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to get a prenup because again, it's pimping. So oh, never mind. It, so I'm. I'm going to be getting paid it's by her. Pimping. So I really care about no prenup. Why do I ask <laughs> these questions? It's I'm trying to get this cheese right now. I'm too. I'm too deeply involved with other people's Rod, wives to get married myself. So let me ask you a serious question, Rob. Why just in terms of questions? companionship and life and all of that shit. And I know this mm-hmm. should be for our spinoff dating podcast. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever met an old happy pet? No. I have. I have not. I've met old happy ex-pimps. Yes. I've never met a man that's still pimping that's happy because just like everything else slows down, your pimping has to slow. Like when you got a bad hip, holes start getting out of line. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. You know? It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to keep your holes in line when they know you can't catch them. Mm. Yeah, because if you're trying to slap and you got to rotate, that comes right. from the hip. Yeah, yeah that's true. You got to put the some big gay on first mm. and stretch. 
Stretch that rotator cuff out. She already on the other block by then. As soon as, as, soon as this ass machine kicks in, bitch. I'm talking about. You just wait. You just wait, girl. Because I swing from my hip, but my sciatica is acting up. You just oh, wait. That's funny. Thank you for that ride. Now I was able to slyly not answer that question. His podcast is <laughs> on anyway. corner. <laughs> You can find it wherever you download podcasts. Rod, as always, thank you for coming on the program. We will get at you next week and a happy pumpkin spice rest of October to you, sir. Yeah, same to you, man. Are you going to get a prenup when you get married? Thank you, Rod. Ooh. Ooh. Hello? Roy? Roy? Did you turn his mic off? Where's Roy? <laughs> <laughs> Is he frozen? <laughs> this nigga doing the mannequin challenge. I'm like, we see you shaking. It's crazy. <laughs> Got the wild smile going. <laughs> scam of the week time. Let's get into the scam. I, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. Hey, marriage as a as a construct as itself is like it's already wild. To even do, so it's like fuck it, go balls out. It's like like marriage is literally betting double zero on roulette. So why are you even fucking around with outside bets on red and black? Why, why are you even doing that? She gonna that do was, it. Do that it. was one of the best analogies to marriage I've ever heard. Without saying marriage is a trap, in quite some time. So that was that was well crafted there. I it's like exciting that. and worth the ride, but most many of the marriage roller coasters do not come back into the station. <laughs> It's beautiful. Marriage is beautiful. But the excitement of it is what's beautiful. You don't know whether or not it's good. See, we got to save this for the dating podcast. We got to do a dating podcast. We, get, we should take dating advice from people. What the Rod dating should. Job fair. Dating Rod job should. fair. That's it. The dating job no, fair right there, bro. Somebody has to balance this out. He cannot do that alone. Well, you can't you do it because you ain't went on a date in 19 years. <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully. It's been three years. Respectfully. 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 Three Respectfully. years. Respectfully. Thank you. It's gotta be what somebody. It's mm. gotta be somebody who fucking who's still out there in these streets, and it ain't me or Ralph. Mm-mm. Y'all no. not fucking no more. We fuck. We ain't. Who you talking about? Fucking everybody. We ain't fucking. <laughs> every, we talking mean? about in them streets. Yeah, we ain't in, in the streets. streets. See, I'm not in the oh, streets. Oh, okay. I thought. I thought you just meant y'all that father. I thought they said married don't fuck. But come on. Now. I, I, I couldn't get married and stop fucking. That was not part of the deal. Not to be all okay. wild, but like no, I'm just stop, saying, right? Like, come stop. on now. I'm already in trouble with my girl. Don't you get in trouble with your wife too on this episode? <laughs> you don't know how right. well I did on her birthday. I got. I got. I got some strikes right now. I'm good. <laughs> See, but I'm digging a hole. My girl' birthday coming up in November, so now I gotta double down because I sit, man. Scam, goodbye, Rod. Scam of the week time. What's up? Scam, shut the fuck up, Rod. Scam of the week. Talk to this flight attendant in New Zealand. I ain't fucking with y'all no more. Oh my gosh. Scam of the week. Well, we invite you to come on this show and tell us about a hustle you done ran on a company or a hustle you done seen ran on a company. It's a lot of good scams out there. I am fascinated by them. Jacqueline, I understand that um, we go on across, I guess, well, the Atlantic Ocean is the pond. What is the Pacific Ocean? What do you call the Pacific Ocean? It, like, I have it, no it, idea. You know, they call it the Pacific down here. <laughs> yeah, do they? Do we, do, we, do we call it that? He don't even wait to be introduced. I respect hey, Jimmy. <laughs> 
Who's on the phone, JG? We have Jimmy. He is in New Zealand, and he said it's the Pacific. So, yeah, it's Jimmy. That's what they call it. What are you? Are you from New Zealand originally, or are you an American no, transplant? No. no, I'm a good old boy from Southwest Virginia. How does a boy from the Appalachia? Yes. End yeah. up in the land of the Kiwi. Yes. I married a Kiwi 37 years ago. Oh. I told you, Jacqueline. That's Love so and money. <laughs> Love and money. That's the only reason a man gonna pack up a U-Haul. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into it, man. Uh, where yeah. did you work? What 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 industry were you in that this, this was game an airline? Took place? So this this happened in 1981. So it was 40 years ago when I was 23 years old. And I haven't told anybody this story. This is this is first. I was like a ramp rat, you know, so I'd put the fuel in the planes and I would, uh, you know, wave around the flashlights and shit like that. And uh, so uh, one day for, uh, the word came down from the headquarters that uh, stewardesses were turning into flight attendants and that men could apply for a promotion. Right. And oh. uh, uh -huh. and they would fly us down to Winston-Salem, North Carolina and put us up in the fanciest hotel in town, <laughs> and they would feed us breakfast in the morning and give us a little interview and then feed us lunch and then send us home. So you agree to go to Winston-Salem to get a bunch of free food? Right, yeah, job. yeah. So I, I put on my suit, you know, and uh, uh, when I got on the plane from Atlanta to Winston, uh, I sat down beside this real nice young black man who was about my age, and he was in a suit. Right. Mm -hmm. And okay. I'm like, what? Where, you know, this is this was like the last flight out of Atlanta. <clears throat> I was like, where, what are you going to Winston for? You know, and he says, oh, I'm going for a job interview at the airlines. And I'm like, wow, me too, man. What a coincidence, you know. So we kind of made friends, you know, and, you know, we talked about things. And, you know, my concept of working as a flight attendant would be like serving people Coca-Cola all day long and then, you know, banging the stewardesses in the airport holiday in at night. You know, that was my Goals. idea of the job. You know? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so dr serving yeah. drinks and sexually harassing the coworkers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Good right. Times. Yeah. It was acceptable back and then. So, uh, it was the 80s. Right. Right. So we shared, we shared a ride to the hotel and when we get there, you know, it's late at night and there's like a hundred people in the lobby all lined up for their rooms, you know, and it was like everybody on the plane was going to this job interview and we were the last two. Both of the clerks came open at the same time. We both walked up to the counter at the same time and we both said, I'm here for the job interview at the same time. And they looked at each other. Shit, there's been a, a little mistake in our arithmetic. And we only have one more room and it only has one double bed and we're all out of rollaways. And, uh, and, you know, so I was like, shit, uh, I had like $20 in my pocket and I had like a hustler magazine in my suitcase and I was like going to sleep naked, you know, that was my plan. And here we are, you know, so I look at him and he looked at me and I could tell he was like, this sucks, you know, and I was thinking the <laughs> yeah. same thing. So what do you think we did in 1981, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, 1030 night? We had to be 
we had to be up the next morning and bright eyed and bushy tailed in our suits at 7 a.m. You have no choice but to but to stay in the same room. Did you let them just borrow your hustler magazine? Same room, huh? Did you let them borrow your hustler magazine and you sleep in the chair? <laughs> Is that what happened? No. You cannot sleep in the same bed, Jimmy. You have to like sleep like one on the floor. Like give me extra blankets and shit from the linen closet. I'll sleep in the tub. Yeah. Huh? So what did, what did you do, tub? Jimmy? I slept with the black man. What size bed was this? <laughs> it was actually a little bit bigger than a double size, but it was, it was, uh, you know, it was, it was me and a strange black man uh, sleeping in the same bed in our tidy whities Cause neither one, we didn't bring pajamas, you know, it's not like we of were expected not. to did be sleeping. Did you sleep head to strength. tell or? <laughs> No, no, we just got in bed. But you know what? What was it? what I think is interesting is that we thought back then we were so naive. I, I believe he thought, well, at the time I thought he he thought the same thing that I did. But I thought if people thought we were gay, we would not get that job. Mm-hmm. That's how naive I was. That is that that is that is naive, paranoid, and right all at the same time. That, in that 1981, is fair. In 81, that's sure. fair. Yeah, it's yeah. fair. It's fair because it would be what it would be another couple of years before like even that whole stereotype of the gay male steward stewards yeah. would take off in movies and stuff. So I could see. So that. are yeah. you all still yeah. in contact wow. with each other? I mean, you <sighs> slept together one night. No, I, I, I. I we burned well, that memory. Because we, we did not want to be uh-huh. seen as possibly gay, we decided that he would leave first in the morning and I would wait 10 minutes uh-uh. and then I would go down. That's hilarious. <laughs> but I did not see him after that. And I don't remember his name, but I, I, would, I, I would love if he heard this and, uh, and got in contact. So did it either was, one of you hilarious. get the job or were you uh, just both there for the good meal, the hot shower and the time together? You know, I, at the time, I would have loved to have gotten oh. the job. I did not get the job. I don't, Jimmy, I don't think this black man wants to be found. This is, this is feeling like the type of gentleman who's like, hey, white boy, you just got to shut Yeah, up. yeah. I'm trying yeah. to feed my family, dog. I need you yeah. to be quiet about this shit here because it's just whatever I got to do is what I got to do. He's somewhere in therapy right now talking about Jimmy. You know damn well if, if you tell anybody about this, i kill you. I'm not quite sure what the scam was in that third. I, I do know somewhere in there he got a free meal. He got a free night stay. And I think I think the scam I think the scam was in 81. He got the free flight and just didn't count on the uh, sleeping with the black man part. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. So if you want a free trip somewhere, apply for a job in the airline industry, they'll fly into town and then just no show. Right, next time pack more okay. than a hustler and some tidy whities <laughs> um, That might help, I would think. I don't know, I just... Tell the wife we said hi. <laughs> Thank you. Hope it was a lot of fun. Soon. Okay. Yeah, okay, we'll we'll see you, Jacqueline. Thank see you, brother. You, bro. Good to see you, I love yeah. that. Thank you to our guests who called in. Appreciate you to Carl, the firefighter, Dr. Jill, Schlesing Jaiskin Jaiska, and uh, of course, Jimmy in New Zealand. No thank you to Rod. No thank you specifically to Rod. And no thank you to you, JG, for stirring up the. What does a prenup have to do with a man with a hatchet going to kill his ex wife? I was trying to figure out where the money went when they got divorced. Oh, wait, the Charlie Sheen. Yeah. 
talking about Charlie Sheen. Maybe the, like, yo, the money maybe. went to cocaine and porn. What if, what if he had an option to use the axe in the prenup? Would that change shit? No, you can't put uh, murder in your prenup. You can put whatever the hell you want in your prenup. <laughs> it's a prenup. Yes, you can. He's right. It's a prenup. He's you right, can write JJ. in your prenup that, like, as a woman, you can say, like, if you cheat on me in the prenup, you can write, I get the right to kick you in the balls. And if he signs that, then if you, you can kick him in the balls. You can't Putting do it. Out there. What's job fair? It's a product of <laughs> iHeartRadio, Comedy Central, and South Park and Princeton Productions. Follow us uh, all over the interwebs at Roy's Job Fair on the social at Roy's Job Fair, Roy's Job Fair at gmail.com if you want to be a part of the show. And you know what? It's been a month and a half, so I'll ask you again. Rate and review us. Mm-hmm. How about that? Mm. See? We're not like other podcasts. We don't fucking beg no. and fucking ask mm-hmm. you to please, pretty please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you got good dope, motherfuckers will come. Crack has only come in one flavor for 35 years. Because mm. it's good. Magic. It's a flavor? I don't know. I've never seen oh, okay. crack. I don't yeah, know if this is... My point, it's not different they said it strains. Was in a movie. In the movie, they said it was a flavor. So I'm, I'm here. Yeah, I'm with Roy on that one. Out here. That's a brand. Blue yeah, brand. Tomato, tomato. It's crack. <laughs> <laughs>